48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. Hong Kong athletes win two gold medals at the National Games for persons with disabilities. Mainland authorities approve a draft law to reduce children's homework and Hong Kong gears up for the Hong Kong Marathon. Hong Kong athletes have won two gold medals at the National Games for persons with disabilities with record-breaking swims. Robert Kemp has more. Wong Hong Yin took gold and broke the national record at the men's 200m freestyle S14 final by coming home in 2 minutes and 2.83 seconds. His teammate, Cheng Soi Kei, also set a new national record in the women's 200m freestyle S14, coming home first by finishing her race in 2 minutes and 22.75 seconds. 23 athletes from the Hong Kong team are competing in the Games in Xi'an, which runs from October the 22nd to the 29th. The nation's top legislative body has approved a draft law that will reduce the amount of homework mainland children have to complete. Wendy Wong has details. The National People's Congress Standing Committee approved a law on family education promotion on the last day of its latest session. Details have not been published, but the official Xinhua News Agency reports that local governments will have to take steps to reduce the burden of excessive homework and off-campus tutoring in compulsory education. The law also bans parents from, as Xinhua puts it, placing an excessive academic burden on their children. It says guardian of minor children should organize appropriate time for study, rest, recreation and exercise. They're also expected to help stop children becoming addicted to the internet. Xinhua didn't give details on how the law would be enforced or what penalties there would be for non-compliance. Xinhua also reported that the MPCSC had agreed to roll out a pilot real estate tax in some regions. Phased temporary road closures are being put in place for tomorrow's Hong Kong Marathon, which begins at 6am. Robert Kemp reports. The race begins at the southern end of Nathan Road, heads over Stonecutters Bridge to the Western Harbour Crossing before finishing in Victoria Park. There are also a number of other events, including a half marathon and a 10-kilometre run. Last year's marathon was cancelled because of the pandemic and participants in this year's race have had to submit a health declaration. The MTR is starting some services earlier to help runners get to the starting point and a number of special bus services are running. It's understood that about 2,000 police will be on hand. Another of Hong Kong's political parties has confirmed that none of its members will run in December's LegCo election. The Association for Democracy and People's Livelihood made the announcement after its internal deadline for applications passed yesterday. Francis Sitt reports. The ADPL had earlier said it will let members join the revamped race for electrical seats, subject to internal party vetting. However, like the Democratic Party earlier this month, it found that none of its members came forward to join the poll. Asked about the ADPL's announcement, DAB politician Tam Yu Chung said he expected a considerable number of people and groups to run and for the election to be very competitive. Another group, Third Side, said it will put forward three candidates. Nominations open for the poll next Saturday. The government has set aside a second hotel for foreign domestic helpers to complete their 21-day quarantine. The Rambler Garden in Chingyi will provide 500 rooms from November the 1st. Employers and agencies can book from Monday. At present, helpers can only stay at the Silka Chun One Hotel or the Government Quarantine Centre in Penny's Bay, both of which are often fully booked. Chen Kit Man, who chairs the Hong Kong Employment Agencies Association, says he's thrilled but wants even more rooms. Of course, happy. At least we have 500 rooms. Our 
industry request for 1,000, at least they get 50% of our request. This is, of course, still not enough for the whole industry. Since we have about 7,000 workers still waiting for coming, including Indonesia and the Philippines, I hope at least they can release 500 more. Even they open 500 more, we'll still need to wait about four to five months to let all workers can come to work in Hong Kong. The government says it will consider whether more quarantine facilities can be provided. Hong Kong recorded six imported COVID cases today. Five involve a mutant strain, while test results haven't been completed on the other. The patients, who are all fully vaccinated, include a foreign domestic helper serving quarantine at Penny's Bay and people who've been to the UK, France and Italy. Two patients who've been to Mongolia, Korea and Ukraine are close contacts of previous imported cases. They tested positive in hospital or at Penny's Bay. You're listening to RTHK. The time's exactly five minutes past 11. The head of the Equal Opportunities Commission, Ricky Chu, says officials are being unfair to poor people who can't afford smartphones, with a new requirement that everyone use the Leave Home Safe app when entering government buildings. The administration says the measure is needed to enhance contact tracing. Exemptions will apply only to those aged under 12 or over 65, as well as to disabled people. Mr Chu wants changes before the requirement takes effect next month. It's not discrimination within the prevailing legal regime. It is unfair because this, the cause of the problem is involuntary. It's not something that the marginalised group can cope with because of limitation in resources. How to resolve this problem? We can treat it from a procedural point of view, and I think the spirit could be offering some alternatives. So how to implement such alternatives? I think the government would definitely need to consider, because the problem would be quite imminent. Turning overseas, Italy's former Interior Minister Matteo Salvini has gone on trial in Sicily over his refusal to let a migrant boat dock in August 2019. Mr Salvini, the leader of the Populist Party, the League, denies charges of kidnapping and dereliction of duty. He'd closed Italian ports to rescue boats a year earlier, accusing humanitarian groups of encouraging people smuggling. That left the Spanish rescue vessel Open Arms at anchor off the Italian island of Lampedusa in poor conditions, with more than 100 migrants on board. The founder of Open Arms, Oscar Camps, spoke outside the court. Rescuing people in the sea is no crime. It's an obligation, not only for the captain, but also for all states. In all international waters, it's got nothing to do with politics. It's a matter of humanitarian law. Later, once they're on the ground, each individual will solve their situation. But that's not our problem. That's politics. We just protect life in the sea. That's all. A Japanese nuclear reactor has been ordered to close only four months after it restarted operations, following the Fukushima disaster ten years ago. Regulators said the Mihama plant in western Japan had failed to implement anti-terrorism measures. All nuclear power plants in the country were mothballed after the Fukushima meltdowns caused by a massive earthquake and tsunami in 2011. Despite opposition, the Japanese government has since allowed some to reopen, saying they're needed to reach carbon-cutting goals. 
To sport, and the weekend's biggest game comes tomorrow. And after Manchester United's stirring European comeback to beat Atalanta, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer hopes the team's over its bad spell as they look to beat bitter rivals Liverpool. Yeah, we needed half-time against Atalanta to maybe push that belief a little bit more, kept, to keep on believing what we're doing. And um, hopefully it's uh, the end of a bad period for us, a bad spell, you know, Teams always go through bad spells and you, good teams come together. And if that was the start of something, uh, something big, that's what we hope. There'll be an incredible amount of talent on display at tomorrow's match. Cristiano Ronaldo and Mohamed Salah. Salah has the chance to become the first Liverpool player to score in three consecutive away games against United. Who else better to ask as to which one is the best than the managers? Here's Solskjaer and Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp. You know, I'll, I'll always back Cristiano uh, in any uh, in any competition. He's he's uh, unique, and his goal scoring record uh, has been fantastic, and he keeps on scoring. But that's being said, Salah is at the moment on fire, and you, you see some of the goals he's scored lately. Uh, we know we have to be at our best to. Uh, to defend against him. I would say even when Ronaldo's right foot, uh, left foot is not that bad, but I would say most left foot is probably better. Maybe um, then Cristiano is in the air slightly better and the right foot is probably better. So, <laughs> But um, speed-wise, they are both pretty quick, pretty desperate to score goals. So maybe that's it, but I really never thought properly about that. Tomorrow and early Monday, we'll also see several other mouth-watering matches. Barcelona versus Real Madrid, Inter Milan against Juventus and Marseille facing PSG. Quick look at the weather forecast. It'll be mainly cloudy, slightly cooler with one or two light rain patches tomorrow morning. The minimum temperature will be about 19 degrees. Sunny periods in the afternoon with a maximum temperature of about 25 degrees. Currently, the observatory, 21 degrees Celsius, humidity at 76%. That's the news and weather from RTHK.
what a mess now. Come on. Ain't much I can do, but I do what I can. But I'm not a fool, there's no need to pretend. Just because you got yourself in some shit. Appreciate the present. 